You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. As we said this morning, let's read Psalm 149, and I'm going to start from verse uh, 2 or 3, Psalm 149. Amen. Oh, let's start from verse 1. It's interesting, uh, Psalm 149, verse 1. The Bible says, Praise ye the Lord, sing unto the Lord a new song, and his praise in the congregation of saints. Verse 2. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in the dance. <laughs> Somebody should stand up and dance briefly. Let them <laughs> Hallelujah. Let them sing praises unto him with trumpet tri- and harp. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Oh, Hallelujah. See, when Anna was praying, when she had Samuel, she began to praise God when Samuel came. I did that for Samuel chapter 2. And then she said that God has helped the poor and he has sent the rich away empty-handed. There is something about God that when people appear in his presence as if they have something, he has nothing to them. Glory to God. When dealing with God, appear to be poor. That means appear to totally depend on him that outside him you are nothing. Those are the people that grace will carry. Those are the people who come to the throne of grace and they find help. When they appear as the helpless one. This is what compels us to spend time in worship. That you are praying and you are singing in your closet. There is an assumption in your heart that look Lord, if you don't help, there's no help anywhere. But those who pray with arrogance, those who pray with plan B, those who pray, whether you answer or not, I see have other options, they will soon realize that outside them, no other help. Glory to God. So the Bible says it will beautify the meek. That word meek there is somebody who has assumed this state of mind. That Lord, I just depend on you. You remember the story that Jesus gave in Luke chapter 12? Uh, chapter 12, yeah. Okay, it's Luke 18, 12, when the guy was saying, I give tithe, verse 12. I give tithe of everything. He said, you know, I'm not like this other guy. I fast twice in a week. Now, let's go to verse 10. I want to show something. So, I just want to talk about singing this morning. And I know, of course, I won't be able to go far into it before my time is up. I'll show you 20 minutes more. Two men went to the temple to pray. They one a Pharisee and the other one a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. So you can pray to God or you can pray to yourself. Hallelujah. So it is not everybody that goes to the place of prayer that is praying to God. There is praying to, praying to yourself. Praying to yourself is when your prayer is filled with you and what you have done. Lord, you know I'm an usher and I usher very well. <laughs> no. I know you'll be watching or watching Ocean TV. <laughs> you know, I'm an usher and I usher people very well. I don't know. Then... <laughs> On Christ the solid rock, I stand all other ground is seeking sound. Whether a ground provided by my uncle, 
very soon, maybe next month, we will do a lot of teachings on family and marriage on Sunday morning. Even if you depend on your spouse, you are in trouble. Once your confidence is in any other thing, my hope is built on nothing else than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Any other thing. If you depend on a pastor, you are in trouble. That's why there are many angry people on Facebook and everywhere. They depended, depended, and then they were disappointed. Every man is capable of disappointing you. Every man. Hallelujah. If I tell you I'm coming to your house tomorrow, and they are, if they are shooting around the road, I will not come. Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay. If there's a very heavy road and the road, uh, very heavy rain and the road is blocked, I cannot come. Maybe if I develop my ability to walk on water, I might do something. But pending that time, every man, he can say he's coming to check in the hospital. What about if he forsake himself? Are you getting what I'm saying? That's why every Christian must have a solid relationship with God directly. And that there's no priesthood in between. That is not New Testament. Anyway, so the Pharisees pray with him. They say, I thank thee, I am not as other men. One of the characteristics of this kind of prayer is that you always view yourself to be better than someone else. Oh, I, I don't know why the Spirit of God is pulling me. They say, one of the reasons why certain people don't have testimony in the, in the house of God is that they are too full of themselves. When you think, and they have found this out, that many times, when the Spirit of God is moving in a large meeting, it touches those who come to church for the first time more. It touches people with issues in their life. You know why? I have seen this too many times, that the anointing will be, our ministry, some people are falling under the anointing, and their prophecies are coming, and those who are receiving most are those who have questionable character. So when such people come to church, they stand before God as though, they recognize the Father, see, I know there are issues in my life, I am not worth standing before you, but by grace I am here today. But there are those who come and who depend on how they have lived from Monday to Friday. I have not said any wrong word, I have not done anything, so God has to answer my prayer, it will show you that it will only answer because of Jesus, not because of any good thing you've done. Are you following me? So the Pharisee began to pray. He said, I'm not like this. Can you imagine two men praying? Somebody was supposed to be praying to God. And he was pointing to God and God, look at that guy. I'm better than this guy. I'm not like him. And he said, you see, I fast twice in a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican standing afar off will not so much lift up his eyes unto heaven, but smote his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Mm. Let's, we will, I will hang it somewhere here. We, we, we are going to continue by the grace of God next week. In Isaiah 55, there is what is called the sure mercy of David. Sure mercy. Everyone that approached Jesus and said, Son of David, have mercy on us, he stopped to attend to all of them. When Jesus was on that, there were many people following him and calling his attention. Rabbi, do this. He didn't answer too many of them. But nobody who said, Lord, have mercy. And I'm going to show you the reason. Why when Epiraditus was sick, Apostle Paul said that God had mercy on me. He said he was sick nigh unto death. If you read the you that Paul actually prayed for Epiraditus, nothing happened. There is something at times beyond faith. Hmm. You see, we all understand very well about don't confess wrongly, which is very scriptural, and that's what the Word of God teaches. 
But I have seen somebody who wrote an exam and started crying afterward, and he said that, you know what? I believe I failed that exam. But somewhere as he was conversing, he just started praying, if God can just have mercy on me. But his confession continued to be that, he said, I know that it's over. It's over. But the result came out, not only did he pass, it was the best. Mercy bypassed his level of faith. And at times, there are things that your faith cannot carry. But the mercy of God can make it happen. That as you are making that confession, your heart is sabotaging what you are saying. Your heart is telling you that can this really come to pass? At that moment, only mercy. Are you getting what I'm saying? But there's something that, <laughs> amen. So, but the Bible said the guy went home justified. And Jesus said, this man went home rather than the other one. Said for everyone that exalts himself shall be abased. So you don't exalt yourself, but you exalt the king of glory. So let's go back to Psalm 149. So this story tells us the meaning of, um, the Bible says it will beautify the meek with salvation. So this second man in this case was a very meek man. The first one was a very arrogant. Did you get that? So a meek man depended on the father. Well, he said, Lord, all that that guy said about me is true. Probably I'm a sinner and I know it. He said, but just have mercy. And at the end of the day, one went on with an answer. One went on with just his own prayer ringing in his head. Hallelujah. It will beautify the meek with salvation. Let's read, let's read on. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. Verse 5. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon your, their bed. The Bible tells us what to do everywhere. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinner, someone, nor sit in the seat of scornful. So, there is what to do when you are walking. There is what you do when you are standing. There is what you do when you are sitting down. Now, the Bible is telling you what you do when you are on your bed. You don't fight your wife on your bed. You don't complain about how boring, how busy the day has been on your bed. The Bible said this is what you do on your bed. You sing aloud. What is it with God and singing? This is where this message is going, but... Uh, 10 minutes more. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let them sing aloud upon their bed. Next verse. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and two-edged sword in their hand. If, you are, if your Bible is yours and your Bible is not on your tab, underline the word high praises. Now, if your Bible is on your tab, just highlight it. High praises and two-edged sword to execute vengeance upon the hidden. And punishment upon their people. Next verse. To bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute upon them the judgment written. Underline the word written also. This honor have all his saints. Praise ye the Lord. Let the high praise of God be in their mouth and two-edged sword in their hand to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute on them the judgment written. So, <laughs> hallelujah. When we sing aloud on our beds, the Bible says, number one, the singing gets to what is called high praises. When you enter that gear, you are capable of binding kings with chains, binding nobles with fetters of iron, execute on them the judgment written. Now, this is the interesting thing. 
What is the meaning of judgment written? The word of God is full of written judgments. But there is need for somebody to execute them. Isaiah 54 says, verse 1, Sing, O barren. So, when there is barrenness in anybody's life, the Bible's prescription is sing, not complain. And then, the last verse of that Isaiah 54, verse 17, the Bible says that no weapon formed against it shall prosper. Every tongue. Because these weapons are in form of words. So, when they say we are sacking you, that's a weapon. When they say that your mark is 70, but the court of is 75, you cannot enter, a judgment is written. But the Bible says, every tongue that rises against you in judgment, what will happen? Thou shalt condemn. Now, what I'm showing you about praise is how to condemn every tongue that rises. This tongue, are, some are from wicked people, some are not from wicked people. For instance, if a doctor says, looking at your womb, you cannot have a child. The doctor is not wicked. But by the virtue of his professional idea or professional, uh, his profession, he has given a judgment based on the light that he has. That looking at this womb, there cannot come from this womb a child. So that is his own judgment, his own assessment based on his knowledge in medicine or medicine. But thank God there is another judgment that says that there shall not be barren. Neither shall anyone cast. So that is another judgment. Now the Bible says the second judgment that I talked about, which is the judgment of God, needs people to execute it. And the Bible says when you start I praise and two edges sword in your hand, you will execute on them the judgment written. Mm. Did you get that? So the Bible said that the wicked will not go unpunished. It's part of the judgment. But in our nation, we see the wicked thriving, killing people, and sitting down and maintaining that. Somebody has to execute the judgment. By his stripes, you are healed. It's God's judgment against sickness in your life. And the judgment is written. But there can be a Christian with cancer. There can be a Christian... So, the judgment is written, but the judgment is not executed yet. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. The Bible says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. Although, although he was rich, for your sake he became poor. Through his poverty you might be made rich. Poverty has been judged. So, the judgment is written. But... There is need. Just like when they catch a criminal, they don't just send them to jail. Those are lawyers who understand better. The person must face judgment. Where the judge will read that this is the penalty for the offense you have committed. So you are hereby sentenced to 21 years imprisonment. I enjoy watching uh, World Most Evil Killer. <laughs> And the people have asked me, I said, Pastor, why do you like programs like that? I don't know. I just like them. Forensic file. 
Those are my favorite programs. Actually, when I'm in Nigeria, I make a show prize or everything. So the days I don't have a seminar or I'm not preaching or not there, when I'm in the room, after praying, when I'm tired of reading, but that's what I do. I just put it on forensic file. And I show one case after and I like homicide cases also. Where one husband killing his wife, one wife killing the husband and all those things. And I just like seeing the wickedness in the heart of people. <laughs> How somebody will just, you know, it, it's like, Lord, did you create man like this or man made? I know somebody will stage an event, planning for years to kill his wife. I saw one that killed the wife and three children and the grandma in one day. He thought only the wife was booby at home. And when the wife was attacking and the two, two of the three children saw that the killer, including the baby, his own three children, all because he did not want to pay child support. It's amazing. And then he started planning. He went somewhere, traveled immediately, made it look like he was not. But thank God that they are good guys there. They say no crime is perfect. There will be a clue that when an expert comes in, they will tell. And the expert there, they amaze me a lot. Somebody will come in and just be like, no. Because the guy will break that, make it look like somebody broke in. And some expert will go, without checking, they just say, now, this is not, nobody broke through that window. One of them was good. And I said, if a woman is lying down like this, this position, a lover killed her. And 19 out of 100, they always write that when you see this position, they will look at the penetration of the bullet. Say, this kind of bullet, robbers don't shoot a person like this. Somebody gave a testimony in Fountain. Robbers came into the bus. They stopped the bus around Maryland, and some three guys came in. And as they were driving towards here, by the night, they robbed everybody. But this woman said she was praying in tongues, and they were skipping her. One of them collected her purse, opened it. Her phones and everything were inside, and the guy didn't see it. He gave it back to her and called her poor woman. And then they left. So every other person was robbed. So the guy stopped the driver with gun and jumped down and left. So the driver drove forward the little one. Hey, my purse, my this one. We will continue from here next week. Let's stop at that. So you understand where we are going now. Judgment, rating. And we are going to look at an example of that. But it's connected to praises. Shall we rise? Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Sing, O barren. I want everybody on the side of my voice to make a commitment all through this week. That every day, songs will come from you, proceed from you to the throne of grace. Is that clear? Praise the Lord. Songs, they talk about you magnifying the acts of God and the power of God. And something happens to you when you do this. So, the word of God is not for us to obey only. It is for us to do. So, all of us are going to do this thing that we have read. Tonight, when you sit on your bed before you sleep, can you begin to praise God? Now, when praise gets to next gear, it becomes high praises. Miracles happen at that level. I'm going to show you next week how people started and the priest and the, and the God to the place, everybody became one. There is a level you sing to that you will know that you are no more in this realm. And as at that time, prophecies are possible. We are going to look at that next week. That's what we want to look at. How the Spirit of God can use your mouth to prophesy and command something and then you can attach to the time to what you are commanding. Glory to God. Lift up your hands and just bless the name of the Lord. Just thank him. Just give him praise. Just give him praise. Can you say that word to him? There are words also that are words of worship. Words like, Lord, I am nothing without you. Your grace, your grace. I'm nothing without. 
can you just say those words to him say lord i depend totally on you on your mercy there is no ability that i can depend on no connection except connect that connected to you he loves to hear those things the almighty glories in the fact that he is the only one that you are depending on lift up your hands and say those words affirm it repeatedly that lord you are the only ground on which i stand all other ground all i don't depend on any promise of any man it is only the promises of your word i worship you there is no need for any other person outside you you are more than enough you are more than enough i turn my eyes from every other thing i turn my eyes away from every other thing that's why i worship you i'm at your feet i'm at your feet there is no plan outside the revelation of your spirit my plan is your plan my plan is your plan nothing else Blessed be your name. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We love you. We thank you for your word. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, help us spend the rest of this week giving you glory. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.